What is up, guys? Welcome back to Peace and Tribulation. I hope everyone is doing well. I am currently at home right now, co- recovering from COVID. Um, I was not expecting to get this. I was just at camp last week on the work crew, and then I got back and was like, okay, I might just be feeling a little bit down because, you know, like we just spent a week at camp. We only got like four to five hours of sleep every day. Maybe that's what's going on. And then I was like still sick and no one else really was. And then um, it was confirmed that a few of us got COVID. So that was really, really, really fun. And yeah, now I'm resting. And I didn't realize that um, this rest period would wreck me with God's presence and a pool to just draw near to him and although I've been a little bit distracted to be honest with you and I've been you know watching a lot of tv shows and kind of um milking the sadness and depression that I sometimes feel when I'm alone I also have felt this strong pull to like ask God questions that I have been needing to hear and to um you know, just like listen to worship music and, and write. And, um, although I'm still pretty tired, I just still desire to know what God wills for me. And yeah, I'm learning a lot of what life is to look like with God and, um, how much that includes not, that does not include the habits that I have been walking in for a long period of my life. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that today because I've been learning a lot about what it means to live freely in Christ. And I've been learning a lot about like self-rejection and um, discrediting yourself. And obviously those two cannot go hand in hand. And I'm kind of fighting with the two right now because I have disqualified myself for a very long time and I have not been friendly to myself. And so it is hard for me to know Jesus as a friend. It's hard for me to know unconditional love. It's hard for me to see my body as a safe place. It's hard for me to see myself as a safe person because I can see um, how my actions have affected myself and others. And, um, you know, like I... I am one that will emphasize failure over success because I feel as though sometimes it can have more of an impact than success can. And because of that, it's allowed me to live a life in bondage. And I'm trying to learn how to not <laughs> do that. I don't want to say like I'm completely over this. Um, I'm, I'm in a season of healing. God is faithful to do so. Um, but I, I'm definitely recognizing the patterns of self-destruction that I have walked in for the majority of my life. And it's crappy. It's really crappy because now it's allowed this wall to go up that prevents me from fully embracing God's love. And um, maybe this isn't what you were expecting to hear on this episode. You know, um, I try to be as chipper as I can, but I'm just trying to be very real because. Um, The things we believe about ourselves, even if they're lies, when they're taken away and truth tries to come in, it can be very hard to accept the truth when you believe lies for so long. And because I have believed lies that I am a failure and I am every sin I've committed and I'm every action I've made and I'm every mistake and I'm every regret and I'm every insecurity I have and I am a number on the scale or I am the calories I've eaten or I'm a size like all these different things hearing truth that I am just loved because God made me because he is love 
that I am loved no matter what and that's why I'm here is very hard to believe sometimes. And when you, um, when I have a hard time believing truth, it's honestly sometimes hard to believe in God for me. And I, I want to explain that. Like, it's hard for me to believe that God exists and is faithful to me because if I'm not faithful to me, then how is he? And um, I say that and I recognize that it sounds so silly because God can never be compared to me. He is way higher than me. He is way more powerful and sovereign and perfect. <laughs> and I am not. And that's okay. But I have viewed myself as having enough power to destroy things or to um, make things good. And because of that, because we have authority in Christ and because as humans we can hurt people or we can help people, um, and because of the fact that I can focus on failure, I have focused more on the fact that I have the ability to hurt other people and that I have hurt people. And it has prevented me from stepping into being a servant leader, being a servant of Christ, surrendering myself to the Lord. Um, it's caused a lot of self-rejection because it's hard for me to accept that maybe I'm not all the bad mistakes I've done. Maybe I'm not identified as my actions. Maybe that's not how God sees me. And that can be very hard to believe when that's how I see me. God, there's no way you don't see me as my body because that's how I see me. And I really don't like it right now. And I don't, there's no way you don't see me as this sin or this memory because that's how I see myself. Um, and in reality, like that doesn't make it true. Um, God looks at us with love and we have to get past the belief that love is something that we need to try to earn. God has created us out of love. We are already loved. And I think I've just been running from his love for so long because I have feared embracing it. And what that means. Maybe it means that I have authority. Maybe it means that I have power in Christ. Maybe it means that I can't hide behind shame and guilt anymore. I can't hide behind my identity being in this helpless person who, you know, desires to be loved because maybe I've already received all the things that I used to seek for. And so maybe I'm not as helpless as I thought I was. And, um, Man, it's just like really hard because I have, like I said, rejected myself for so long and I've thought that that was selfless. And in reality, it's not because I haven't allowed for God to come in and heal me and release himself within me and through me for other people. And don't get me wrong, like a lot of people love to encourage me about like destiny, like you are really embracing who you are in Christ. And, you know, I can really see Christ in you. And it's these beautiful compliments. Like, it feels very, like, sentimental and just like, wow, Lord, thank you. But personally, um, it can be hard for me to believe these things when it's just me and God. When at the end of the day, I'm in my room by myself and it's just him and I. And I, I, I'm the one who has to look in the mirror and I'm the one who has to you know, get myself to these different places that I feel called to. Um, and although he's the one to get me there, right, it's hard for me to believe that he's the one with me to get me there. And I'm not by myself because of the self-rejection and self-destruction and self-deception that I have 
endured for so many years. Um, so yeah, I feel like he's just really breaking these habits right now because I don't think the Lord's desire is for us to walk around in remorse and then pain and guilt and shame our whole entire life and trying to pay our debt back that he's already paid. <laughs> That's just not the God I serve. God is faithful and re- redeeming and restoring and um, looks at us and doesn't see the things that we see. He's not even looking at our outward appearance. He's not looking at actions. He's looking at our hearts. And I just know that he is faithful because I've seen him I've seen him be faithful time and time again. And so I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm I'm trying to faithfully believe and allow him to put that faith within me because faith is a gift that he is going to be there for me and that he is here with me and that he's pulling me through. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a hard process. I'm learning how to receive unconditional love in a person as a person who has been so conditional towards herself. I've been conditional with how I've treated my body. I've been conditional with how I've treated other people sometimes, myself. And so, um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of correlations between my eating disorder recovery and between my walk with the Lord. And right now I feel unrecognizable in my body. And I also feel unrecognizable with who I am in Christ. Because again, I've been so conditional with how I treat myself that I don't know how to just rest in God's love in both scenarios when he is going to be the one to pull me through. I've realized that the effort I sometimes put in is based on what I feel like I have to put in so that I can receive the healing, I can receive the restoration, so I can receive the breakthrough. It's by me saying it that it happens. And in reality, faith is a gift that we have. And God is the provider for all things that we need. Every perfect gift from comes from God. It's not just because I ask. It's not because, you know, it's it's me who's seeking it. No, it's because God is faithful and God is good. And he's good no matter whether he provides what I feel I need or not. Um, and so I've spent a long time just feeling like, okay, yes, faith is a gift, but I have to have faith. So I'm just believing that it's true and I'm going to believe it until it happens. And it's a dangerous area because then you get into the idea of like, I'm trying to manifest something that might not be God's will, or I'm trying to manifest it in a timely manner that's for me, not for God. And in reality, what I should be declaring is that God is faithful. God's timing is perfect. God will provide for his children. God is loving. God is gracious. God is merciful. He will show me the path of him. God is faithful to complete his will. And although I've been saying these things, right, Um, I've been trying to declare them more in freedom rather than feeling as though there are things I need to say so that it becomes true. Because in reality, the truth has remained the same. It's not true just because I say it. It's true because God is true and his word is true. And so, um, you know, just these walls of self-rejection and a sense self-preservation because I put up protection over myself and what I felt as others because I don't want to hurt anyone, you know, like I've hurt people before. We all have. We've all sinned against one another. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the, of the glory of God. And so I've, I felt as though I've been protecting other people and protecting myself by rejecting myself and, you know, putting up these walls of like being this super timid, needy person who's just so sensitive 
that, you know, being a powerful, mighty, I don't, dynamite in Christ doesn't really seem like me. But in reality, it's just scary because maybe, like I was saying in the beginning, maybe it just means that, like, I don't have to be this needy, sad person. I don't have to be searching for every what if, searching for every worry, searching for every reason that I don't deserve the next thing, right? Because God's favor, God's provision has nothing to do with what we earn, but has everything to do with his love for us and his grace and his mercy. So, and also just his, his predestined plans and his steps that he's established for us. It has nothing to do with me. And I don't know why God created me. But I know that it's out of love and I know that he's faithful to show me. Um, And so, yeah, it's been a very interesting process. And last week, like I said, I was at camp and I went through the whole week and I was very anxious to be there in the first place because I fear not doing God's will. I think it's very ironic that my name is Destiny and that my biggest fear is not fulfilling God's will for me because, um, you know, people say a lot of time, like, destiny is your purpose, your will type stuff. So it's very interesting to me because I feel like our biggest fears are the total opposite of who we are in Christ. Um, and I say that to say I was really fearful of going to this camp and, you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Maybe that because I'm still going through healing, like, what if it's dangerous for me to be here because, like, what if I can't fully give what needs to be given? Or, you know, what if my hurt causes other people hurt? You know, like just just a bunch of worries that obviously do not come from God. But I was worried in the beginning and I let it out and I laid it at Jesus's feet. And then I had this really busy week where I didn't have time to worry about the things that have been in my head. I didn't have time to sit with every anxious thought. Instead, I had time to serve and love people and worship God and praise him freely and be a leader. And it was the most freeing thing. And it was also uncomfortable because it was so freeing. And I didn't like it because, you know, in my self-rejection and in my control, um, in my conditional love that I have given myself, it felt wrong to just freely be who God had made me to be because I wasn't at the step that I felt as though I needed to be at to finally be free. I wasn't the person I felt I needed to be. I didn't look the way I felt like I needed to be to finally be free. And so um, it just caused a lot of like weird feelings of like, why am I at peace? I shouldn't be allowed to laugh. I shouldn't be allowed to have fun, you know, like, don't you know how shameful and guilty you should feel? Like all these different thoughts. And it was just weird because I wouldn't, I didn't have time to pay attention to them, but they would still kind of linger. And so one of the evenings after worship, I talked to um, this woman in my life and, and she was talking to me about a period of time she had where she was feeling disconnected from God and she just decided to start getting in her word. And she decided to start spending more time with God and it opened up more and more um, desire in herself to spend more time with him. And it wasn't out of obligation. It wasn't out of um, feeling guilty. It was out of like, she wanted to know her savior more as like her savior rather than like this demander to do this or do that. And if not, then you're like condemned and you're doomed. So um, she said through this, she got random opportunities for things. And all of a sudden, like these people in her life were being saved and she was, you know, directing Bible studies and doing all this cool stuff that she had never dreamed of doing before. And her and her husband were both confused and 
you know, it literally just took her spending time with her creator. It didn't take her like doing any anything else but resting in him and allowing him to love her and open these doors for her. And and she was expressing to me that I, I need to learn how to live. I need to learn how to allow God to just reveal his will in my life. I have spent so long trying to orchestrate God's will in my life. Like, all right, Lord, what do you want me to do next? What do I need to be doing? Da, 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 da. Like how, like, I don't want to screw it up. What steps should I take next? Oh man, I watched a TV show. Maybe I wasn't supposed to do that. Maybe it was supposed to be my Bible. All these different things where I'm trying to orchestrate God's will rather than just giving him permission to orchestrate his will. Because first of all, that's already what he's doing. But it's hard for me to see that when I'm so focused on me doing it. And then it doesn't even become, it doesn't even become like it's, well, how do I want to word this? It doesn't then um, reflect caring about it being for Christ or to Christ or in Christ. It becomes my care ends up, my, my care, sorry guys, my care becomes more about me than it does about Christ because I'm trying to make sure I'm doing great. And when in reality, like we all need Christ to complete his will. We all need his direction to walk in the steps he has um, formed for us. And so, so she was telling me that I need to learn how to just live. And it made me realize that if he is faithful to keep me alive, he is faithful to let me live. He is faithful to be the father, friend, and savior, and healer, and redeemer, and deliverer that I need. And he is faithful to pour out his heart to me. And all I need to do is rest in his love. And that's what it means to be free in Christ. It doesn't mean trying to strive to be free. It doesn't mean trying to figure anything out on your own. A treasure is not a treasure because you find it and then you claim it as a treasure. A a treasure is something that the treasurer has formed it themselves and they seek for you to find it. And there's usually some sort of tools to get you to that treasure. So I don't think our life in Christ is one that we're trying to figure out by ourselves. And we are trying to, you know, find this big treasure of God's will. And it's all marked out for us and we know it and we do it perfectly. And, and, you know, there's some recipe for never feeling guilt or shame or never falling into anxiety or sin or fear. There's no, I don't think that's, that's the life we're to live in Christ. I think we're actually just called to have faith that his will will be completed. And so, simply put on the days we don't know what to do we just love god and we love our neighbor and we understand that no matter whether we feel lovable or not that he still loves us and he has called us to love his people with the love he has given us and so sometimes that means taking a step back resting in his love first and allowing yourself to receive the love he has for you before trying to give it and so um yeah i just want to encourage you that you are allowed to receive his love first and allow yourself to experience life outside of the walls you've put up. Maybe there needs to be time of self-reflection. Maybe there needs to be time where you're asking the like you're asking the Holy Spirit to come in a time with you in scripture or in a time with you in, in praise and worship or in quiet time with God where you can just recognize the walls that you put up and the places that need healing so that God can heal them. And I ask you that you give space for God to work as well. And I just, um, I ask that you pray these things knowing that it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to see yourself outside of a lens other than what you've been seeing yourself in. But God is faithful to remove the things that are not of him and then replace them with what is. 
and he's faithful because he loves you. Not because of anything you've done that is good or bad. Not because he sees you as something like that is so broken and just needs help and is helpless and, you know, just this sad thing. But because he sees you as beloved before anything else. Um, And he has a desire for your life to be full of love and to be full of serving one another out of love and peace. And that's the, I felt peace last week for the first time in a while because I was actually living my life and what I felt as though I was called to do. And it was beautiful. And I received so much encouragement and I received the faithfulness of God through other people's words. And I have continued to receive it and it's confusing for me, but it has been such a blessing to just allow myself to receive what God has for me rather than trying to figure it out for myself. Because like I said, we need God to re- to complete his will for us. It's not something we have to figure out on our own. Um, we have grace for a reason, not for us to take advantage of it, but for us to literally live in grace and express and praise God for it and um, to go proclaim the gospel loud and clear and full of love. Because although we all fall short of the glory of God, he still loves each and every single one of us. And he has the ability to save each one of us. And he has sent his son to die and to be rose again and to save us, to pay the penalty of death so that we can be his bride. And how beautiful is that? So I just want to encourage you to spend some time resting in God's love and um, just allowing yourself to experience being his child before anything else, before any trauma, before any mistake, before any regret, before any sin, before any way you fall short or any any insecurity you have. Just allow yourself to just be his child first and allow him to take care of you as your father. Allow him to redeem the perspectives you have of yourself or other people, um, specific genres of people because of you know hurts or whatever else it might be allow him to redeem those areas um, allow him to take off the lenses of self-rejection and self-deception and self-destruction and perversion or whatever else it must pride or shame or guilt whatever else you might be struggling with um, sexually impure lenses whatever else um, where you're just desiring or you just naturally see things because of maybe the things you've been a part of, allow him to take those lenses off and replace it with just pure eyes. Um, That's something that I've been praying and it's been hard because naturally our flesh does opposite of what the spirit desires. Right. And it is a fight and we, we fight a very real enemy, but we are called to put on the armor of God every single day and we are able to do so in Jesus name. So I pray that everything you're doing, you are doing in Jesus name. I pray that, um, you know, that his strength is what's going to pull you through, that his grace extends to you no matter where you are, that he loves you no matter what. And he loves you first before anything. Um, and I just encourage you to surround yourself with people that are going to be able to help you, going to be able to fight with you, going to be able to pray with you and intercede for you. Um, Whether you feel comfortable expressing everything going on in your mind or going on in your heart, you know, at least surrender all those things to the Lord and, you know, just at least let people know that, hey, I'm kind of struggling and I don't want to really open up about it, but I just wanted to let you know and I really need prayer. So if you can just pray for this or whatever, you know, like, 
allow yourself to experience God's redeeming ability and his redeeming love and allow yourself to be at your own table. Um, quit letting self-rejection get in the way of being who God has made you to be because it's not full of self-rejection. Self-rejection is not selfless. Yes, we serve one another. We are told to deny ourselves, but it's not out of self-hatred. And all self-rejection has given me a self-hatred. So I just encourage you to, um, and I pray, I should say, I pray that you can experience yourself through the lens of God's eyes and um, that he can just tear down those walls that are keeping you feeling heavy in Jesus' name, that he can just tear down those areas of your life that are keeping you from experiencing his love in Jesus' name. And I just thank you for listening. I, I hope you know that I'm here to talk or to pray for you. Sorry. Um, And if you need anything, please let me know. And I just, yeah, I'm here for you if you need. And God bless you.